Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It is time now for our Travel Thursday edition of Mind Your Business. And we're talking about Jurong Bird Park. Ryan, are you a bird lover? Do you have a favorite bird? <laughs> Big bird. That's, he counts. <laughs> okay, but he's probably on Sesame Street. So if we look at what's happening in Jurong Bird Park, yeah. I would go with the penguins. The penguins? Yeah, they've got a Flightless very... Bird cool enclosure and it's really up close you can see them in what is I guess the closest you can in what would be a natural habitat of sorts and I remember growing up these excursions to the bird park I would always look forward to that yeah 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 it's when we were in school right and and you have excursion day you get your parents to sign the consent form okay then you can go to the bird park I love the flamingo by the way yeah so they've been around for a long time yeah yeah oh 50 years and back then right when it was open in 1971 January the 3rd it cost 3.5 million dollars to build now though it looks like it's going to cease operations from January the 3rd next year and then move to Mandai oh yeah I think it's going to be bigger better and I am looking forward to that yeah it was Asia's largest bird park if you believe back in the day and home to 3,500 birds more than 400 species I think one trip is not enough to kind of, you know, understand and see every one of them. Yeah, and next, when it's integrated with the Mandai Zoo zone or area, yeah. I think you can spend a whole day or entire week there. You could even have a staycation there because I think Banyan Tree is building something there as well. Have you brought your daughter to the current Jurong Bird Park? Yes, I just brought her last year and it's still looking as good as probably when it first opened. I know, it still brings back memories, yeah. right? Thanks a lot, Ryan, for joining me and helping me take a trip down memory lane as we say our goodbyes to Jurong Bird Park. On the line with me this morning is Maggie Ang, Deputy Vice President and Park Operations from Mandai Wildlife Group. Good morning, Maggie. Good morning, Ryan and Elliot. Talking about the Jurong Bird Park this morning, but first things first, Mandai Wildlife Group, formerly known as Wildlife Reserves Singapore, is a self-funded organization. It's based in Singapore, obviously, managing the majority of zoos in the country. Tell us a little bit more about Mandai Wildlife Group. Uh, so Mandai Wildlife Group um, basically manages the four wildlife parks, as you um, earlier on mentioned. Uh, obviously, that includes the Jurong Bird Park that is going to be closing, uh, and over at the Mandai uh, precinct, we have the Singapore Zoo, the River Wonders, as well as the Night Safari. So really, our mission for Mother Wildlife Group is to connect people, uh, inspire them, and empower them to be able to help uh, protect wildlife. I bet that, like, I've had some relatives come in from overseas and they say they want to go to, like, the zoo or the bird park. Ryan was just talking about bringing his daughter there last year. It must be quite difficult to continue to keep these parks refreshed. Um, really, it's about making sure that we connect with the local communities uh, and then the tourists uh, by upgrading our exhibits and coming mm. up with uh, activities and programs like the upcoming closing campaigns at the Jurong Bird Park. So there are lots of activities that, you know, our locals and our, even our tourists alike will be able to take part in, uh, release the memories, uh, create new memories, actually. Yeah, we'll get to that closing campaign in just a while. But first, we're going to take a dark turn, COVID-19. What was the impact on the attractions? And I bet at some point, because there was news that some animals could have gotten the virus as well, it must have been quite a tense time for you guys. You know, our parks, um, in all of our history, 51 years for Jurong Bird Park, 
um, and a little bit less for the rest of the park. We have never, ever closed our doors to the public, um, not even during the haze days or the mm-hmm. SARS days. So when we had to shutter um, our gates, it, it was actually quite a, a sad moment uh, for us. Uh, but we took the opportunity, opportunity to make sure uh, that we continue to provide uh, the best of our welfare, care for our animals. Um, there could be some activities that uh, we've been wanting to do, uh, and we took this opportunity to do that. So, for example, at the Jurong Bird Park, uh, we refreshed uh, one of our aviary and rethemed it to be called the African uh, treetop. Mm. Uh, um, so that, you know, when we reopen to the public, there is again, another thing that people would be able to look forward to seeing. Yeah, wow. And now Jurong Bird Park is set to close January 3rd, 2023. So that's just next year. But it's moving. Tell us a little bit more about this closure and why the decision to move. So um, as you mentioned, the 3rd of January next year is the last day of our operations. And that actually happens to be our 52nd um, anniversary Mm. Uh, really moving uh, the bird park over to Jurong Bird Park over to the Mandai uh, precinct it's to make sure that uh, we are consolidating our resources is integrated. And earlier on, you actually mentioned about a staycation, uh, <laughs> and that's exactly what we're trying to do, right? Making sure that people have got ample time, reduce their traveling time, uh, and to have multi-pass visits. You know, you could be visiting the Singapore Zoo in the morning. Uh, and then just shut it down to the draw, uh, the bird paradise, and and the night safari at night. Refresh ourselves, uh, yourselves at the eco uh, lodge, and the very next day you could be visiting the river wonders. Mm. Well, oh, that's definitely one of my plans, just to share with you. And I'll probably mark that area out on my Singapore map as an animal zone. <laughs> then will you expect the bird park to reopen? Uh, the Bird Paradise at the uh, Mandai Wildlife Reserve. Mm, okay. um, we will be making, yeah, so we'll be making the announcement uh, really soon. So have a year out. But I think perhaps we should focus on the Jurong Park closing campaign, uh, so that we can celebrate the heritage um, that we have. It's one of the oldest. In fact, it is the oldest park. Uh, wildlife park that we have in Singapore. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because this closing campaign—it's a flight to remember campaign. Tell us more about this. We've got a couple of months to enjoy this, at least. Yeah, um, about four months uh, before the 3rd of January. Uh, really, it's to commemorate, right, and to celebrate the rich heritage that we have. Uh, as we count down, uh, we want the visitors to be able to join us at, uh, on this a Flight to Remember closing campaign to relieve old memories and even to create new ones before we uh, start a new chapter at the Wildlife Reserve uh, Bird Paradise. Mm. You yourself have had quite the journey with uh, Jurong Bird Park. I believe you started your journey in 2005. Any personal favourite moments for you? Uh, There are so many. (laughs) So I I actually started my career in the education team uh, when I was in the Jurong Bird Park. Uh, I think one of the most memorable ones would be launching what we call the Bird Park Flies to School program, Mm. uh, bringing the Bird Park to the school. So we would be dressed at Wildlife Ranger, a very zany character called uh, Dr. Squawk. uh, (laughs) And we bring out a live cockatoo to schools for assemblies uh, and interactions uh, with the students. So I think that's really quite meaningful, right, to be able to talk to 
thousands of schools, uh, children, and teach them about the birds as well as the importance of conservation uh, in the avian world. Yeah, yeah. Actually, education is the biggest thing because it's not like we grow up, you know, like our Malaysian friends who they have forests, they can go trekking and they can understand birds in the wild for us. We depend on this. Let's talk about some of the in-park activities for this campaign, A Flight to Remember. What do you think we should pay attention to where these activities are concerned? So like the name suggests, A Flight to Remember, we wanted to create lots of uh, trails uh, that are sort of heritage Mm, mm, mm. trail because we have such a rich eventful history, right? So guests would be able to go onto this uh, heritage trail, learn about the many different uh, uh, events that happened, you know, when um, the Queen Elizabeth uh, came uh, to the bird uh, park. Uh, They can then answer uh, questions, very simple questions to just claim a prize. Uh, As part of this heritage trail, we actually have two photo points I particularly love these two uh, uh, photo points. One of it is actually at the entrance. We have recreated uh, the iconic cuckoo clock, which <laughs> now doubles up as a countdown timer. So you could basically stand in front of a cuckoo clock and then take a snapshot in time. Okay. Uh, because the, the timer will, will show you exactly how many days and, and minutes and hours to the park's final days of operation. Mm. Now, for those of you who visited the park between 1992 and 2020, you might remember the monorail that brings you around the park and gives you a bird's eye view yeah. of the exhibit uh, and, and the lake. So we have also recreated a photo point, uh, even a control room. You could enter and see how uh, it feels like to be operating the panel rail uh, back in the 90s. Uh, yeah, so I've been talking a lot about photos, right? <laughs> so you can upload your favorite memories um, in photo form uh, onto a memory wall, actually, and then it just pops up on the digital screen uh, in real time. Uh, that's not all, actually. In the coming months, uh, we are going to be releasing new programs, such as special dining experience uh, with traditional push cards, mm. you know, like the 70s and the 80s. Yeah, so we'll yeah. be talking about traditional hawker food. Uh, just to celebrate uh, Jurong Papa opening in the 70s. Carnival activities as well as a very special nostalgic signature tour. Mm. In this tour, uh, the visitors will be able to go on a private buggy tour and learn about little-known stories about the park, birds and uh, architecture um, while having an up-close encounter with birds and feeding as I speak to you, more memories start to come in. And I remember a time when I was in school, right? For some reason, I had a teacher who would like to say, if you want to see waterfall, go Jurong Bird Park to see the waterfall. <laughs> I don't know why. That's that. right. It, it's actually when we um, open at that time uh, with the waterfall aviary, yeah. it is actually the largest man-made yeah. uh, waterfall at uh, 30 meters. It's iconic. So, yeah, it is, it is iconic. So we have got so many people showing us pictures of their families uh, are taking photos there, graduation yeah. photos, wedding photos. So, so I'm calling out for those people who have taken their wedding photos at the uh, waterfall. Please come back again and try and recreate that scene. It's going to be so memorable for everyone. That sounds like a great idea. Wow. Uh, Maggie- yeah, bring your three generations, you know, your, <laughs> your grandchildren and your your sons and your daughters to recreate that. Yeah, and it's a nice, you know, positive weekend activity as well. I do want to talk about this Friends of Wildlife membership program. Could you give us some details? I mean, what's the membership numbers like so far? Uh, 
we have about 90,000 uh, members' um, accounts with us. So what we wanted to do is to thank uh, our friends of Wala who have been supporting us all these while. Uh, you had earlier on mentioned about the COVID period, which was uh, quite difficult for us when we closed. Uh, when we reopened, the local community has just been such great supporters um, and they continue to visit our parks. So this uh, refresh, fresh uh, Friends of Wildlife membership uh, is really a year-round uh, access mm. uh, for the four uh, wildlife parks that we have at Mandai Wildlife uh, Reserve. So we wanted to give thanks and to make sure that our local communities uh, have got greater access uh, mm-hmm. for the diverse segments, you know, come and enjoy meaningful wildlife um, experiences in our parks. And again, to create memories uh, in hope that uh, we can together save our wildlife, you know, as, as when we inspire them and when we uh, give them newfound love for Asians and animals, mm-hmm. I think that's where we, we make the biggest impact. Uh, mm. to our local communities. Mm. Maggie, I want to wrap up by talking about a very real situation and that is you know, future plans eventually moving to the Mandai area. Revenue streams are going to be so important. What are you looking at? How have these revenue streams evolved? Like obviously, the staycation is going to be one of them. It's so important because it goes into you know, preserving and taking care of the inhabitants of this area. I want to talk about the potential for revenue streams to evolve when you move to the Mandai area because, you know, that goes a long way in taking care of the birds or the animals there. Yeah, so we have been uh, looking at all sorts of uh, new experiences, mm. uh, uh, innovative ones, uh, like, for example, people when they weren't able to reach us uh, physically during uh, travel restrictions, uh, we have done so much virtual programs uh, to not just uh, schools, in fact, you know, that we've never been able to reach out to. Uh, we have staycations. Okay. Uh, recently just launched, uh, well, not quite recently, last year. So we have staycation uh, with the flamingos. And obviously, we're going to recreate that for the bird paradise. Uh, and if you haven't heard of the staycation with the manatees, it is just magical. So I think it's all these new experiences that it's going to be able to create that additional bond uh, with 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 our uh, diverse segments, uh, not just physically, uh, but digitally as well. Wow, fantastic! Been speaking with Maggie Ang, Deputy Vice President Park Operations for Mandai Wildlife Group. Maggie, appreciate your time this morning. Take care. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.